any artist that is in pursuit of a career is facing fear, obsessive self-judgment, mental and emotional barriers. My name is Luther Mallory. This is the State of the Artist podcast. This is the very first ever State of the Artist podcast, and this episode is about artist depression, which is a severely prominent issue in the artist community, particularly artists that haven't made it yet. So artists in the pursuit of a career. It's it's uh, sickeningly prominent. Depression. So if we're going to unpack something as severe and debilitating and intense as depression in artists, we have to look at the cause for depression. So as I've seen it over the years as a performance coach as and as an artist, someone who's had many, many heart-to-heart conversations with hundreds and hundreds of artists, the most prominent reason is a lack of progress. So just simply not where you want to be yet. Uh, so many days in a row that now you feel like absolute shit. And it's weighed on your unworthiness and your belief and you're depressed. So if lack of progress is the most dominant reason that I've seen that artists get depressed, you have to look at the cause for lack of progress. And uh, most commonly, the way I have seen it is the the biggest cause for lack of progress is overwhelm and living with overwhelm. And overwhelm is when your brain is so full that you can't function. That's overwhelm. So there's so much shit happening in your mind. Everybody wakes up and has to visit their brain and go, hey brain, what are we doing today? And your brain has to go, we're going to fix the chair and take the ski poles back and we're going to finish this song and pick up grandma at the airport. And you go, yeah, okay. If you're overwhelmed and your brain is full, when you wake up in the morning, you open that door to visit with your brain and it's going, and you go, holy fuck, okay. And you shut the door and you go, what do I do with that? That's overwhelmed. And so what happens generally with artists, or people for that matter that are suffering from that overwhelm, is rather than open that door and deal with that shit, they just keep the door shut and they go, no, I'm not choosing. They open it and they shut it and they go, I'm not choosing. And what do they do? They choose nothing. Every day you have to choose, and overwhelm makes it so that you choose nothing. You choose Netflix. You choose Fuller House again. What's Kimmy Gibbler doing? Nothing. No, it's not important. Every day, if you choose nothing, you will have a lack of progress. You'll be 75 days into choosing nothing, and you will start to get depressed from your lack of progress. Tony Robbins had a very... Uh, has a very, very uh, critically important quote that hit me once. It's simple. Progress is happiness. And I went, ooh. Yeah. So artists that are waking up overwhelmed, choosing nothing because of the full brain, uh, over time acquire a lack of progress, which over time scales into depression, which over time can scale into things like substance abuse and very seriously negative forms of escapism. And that's a real life thing that can happen to artists who spend too much 
of their career, too much of their life going, I should do this and not doing it. That's a regret. That's what that is, regret. The longer you don't do it, the more it sucks, more depression, and it can lead to those really serious problems. I see it all the time when I work with those artists. So overwhelm is like a mental reverb. So if you add too much reverb to a mix, then what you get is madness, and it just completely shits the bed, and you lose the story, and you lose the clarity, and the narrative is gone because you can't understand the information, and that's overwhelmed. A, uh, um, too much reverb can overwhelm a mix, just as too many thoughts can overwhelm a mind. Don't want to deal with it, so you choose nothing. You can't understand it. So we then have to look at the cause of overwhelm. What's causing that? I have seen three really prominent personality uh, traits, um, um, coping mechanisms, qualities in, in the artist personality that really, really make it easy for us artists to get severely overwhelmed and on and beyond to lack of progress and, and depression. And so, uh, thing the first there would be certainty. S a lack of certainty creates overwhelm. A lack of certainty makes you wake up and go, what am I doing? Well, you're a musician. So what does that mean? What am I doing? Well, you're selling your brain's gibberish in hopes that you get applause and you get to move the emotions of total strangers. And you go, that doesn't sound like anything and you go yeah it's insane yeah there's nothing tangible you could not have less certainty in anything ever most people have a job and they go to work and they sell something and they get money and the whole thing is orchestrated for them Gary tells you when to come into work pays you when you sell a watch you get money you go home no, for artists, we are entrepreneurs. You get your own ass out of bed and you are peddling your emotional brain's gibberish for applause. There's no certainty in that. So artists wake up and they get overwhelmed because of a gratuitous lack of certainty in their life path. Uh, thing the second would be sensitivity. So much sensitivity, and this is what makes you a good artist, by the way, also what makes you a difficult person to be around. <laughs> if we asked each other's spouses or friends, what do they like to be with? They'd go, uh, amazing and impossible. That's your artist sensitivity at work right there. So it's why you make great art, because you have that sensitivity. You can look at a birch tree and see rebellion and write something. Just a second. <laughs> rebellion. And they're going, what are you doing? How did you come up with that? And you go, I don't know. You're sensitive to the world, the inner world and the outer world. It's totally your gift. But it's hard, because when you wake up feeling uncertain, that can scale in one second to self-doubt, unworthiness, fear, you wake up 15 minutes too late and you go, oh, fuck, why didn't I d do that right? And your brain goes, because you're a loser. Uh, and it scales and spirals. 
and then you find yourself watching Fuller House for three weeks. And thing the third is certainty, um, sensitivity, and creativity. Thing the third would be creativity. So much creativity is within you that you have 52 ideas right now. You're watching this or listening to this and you're going, yeah, I do. You have the zipper documentary, the puzzle company, the llama farm, you know, the cherry painting, the Nazi paraphernalia museum movie, all in your brain as good ideas. I should do that. That would be great. And the thing is, they would all be great because you're really creative. You fucking make up cool shit. That's why you're a musician. It's why you're an artist. You make up cool shit. But then when those things occupy your brain as priorities because they're all cool, what you've got is overwhelm. So think of those, those three things, sensitivity, creativity, and, uh, and um, sensitivity, creativity, and... What's the other one? Mm. So sensitive. Certainty. Um, when you have all those three things, think about that. So an artist wakes up. You wake up and you have a choice to make about the day. What do we do next? You have 52 ideas that enter your head. They're all good creativity. All of those are uncertain because you're just building them in your mind. Certainty. Failing to choose one because they're all priorities and they're all really good. Your sensitivity scales into this negative cycle of, I can't choose, I don't know. Fuller House. Too many days in a row of not choosing something and choosing nothing due to overwhelm equals lack of progress, which equals depression down the road and beyond. And that's how it often works, simply like that. So to crack the code on this, then, we have to kind of look at um, the cycle. How do you end up in that overwhelm cycle? Okay, and uh, let's call this how to lose belief in yourself. This is the cycle of how to lose belief in yourself. You wake up. It's 7 p.m. You don't wake up. It's 7 p.m. Tomorrow you have a day off to do all of the art shit you want. 7 p.m. You go, tomorrow's the day. Go for a little walk. Have a little stress shower, whatever. You go, tomorrow's the day. Gonna get up at 6.30, rock the fucking smoothie, exercise, get my to-do list in order, and knock off this thing, this thing, this thing. Tomorrow's the day. I'm changing everything. I'm raising my standard. Tomorrow comes. Wake up 15 minutes late. Fuck! Sensitivity kicks in. Oh, shit. I'm such a loser. I can't even do one thing. I can't get up at 6.30 and go after my dream. Okay, let's do it tomorrow. The day is shot. 7 p.m. rolls around. 
cheerlead yourself back into optimism. Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow comes, fuck up something at 10.30. Fuck. Take the day off. Tomorrow, uh, I'll get it right tomorrow. 7 p.m. comes, cheerlead yourself back into optimism. Morning comes, fail again. 7 p.m. comes, cheerlead yourself back into optimism. And this is the cycle. And once you hit day 25 of that cycle, what's happening every single time you go around, fail, cheerlead. Your brain go. you go, tomorrow's the day. Your brain goes, yeah, tomorrow's the day. Next day, fail, cheerlead, tomorrow's the day. Your brain goes, yeah, okay, tomorrow's the day. Fail, cheerlead. Your brain goes, uh, you go, tomorrow's the day. Your brain goes, are we sure tomorrow's the day? And then finally, enough of those cycles and your brain goes, listen, tomorrow's not the fucking day, dude. You know this. Have we not proven this? We are untrustworthy. Your brain doesn't believe you that tomorrow's, in the, that tomorrow's the day anymore. You have lost belief in yourself. How sad is that? That's sad. It's not pathetic. It's sad. It sucks. Fucking sucks to feel like you don't have belief in yourself. And you've acquired that by losing trust, by not choosing day after day after day, letting overwhelm take you into this lack of progress. And now you're depressed with no belief in yourself. So that's the cycle. And how do you break that cycle is the final question. And what I would suggest very basically, because I don't want to inundate with like, here's what you do about your depression. I don't know. I, I deal with artists one-on-one -on -one about this type of thing. But I can tell you as a blanket thing, when I see an artist who is depressed or is just suffering overwhelm or going, we're not progressing as much as we want. Okay, you're overwhelmed. We look at the ideas. We look at the three categories there, sensitivity, certainty, and creativity. We look at those ideas and we go, how many ideas you got? And they go, oh, I don't know. I, there's lots of stuff I want to do. Or we want to do this album and we want to go on tour and we want to, and we want to uh, do this side project and we, I'm mixing songs for other people and producing. Okay, okay, okay. But you're overwhelmed because of that. You're doing all that stuff. And they go, but I want to do it all. Okay, maybe you can do it all, but now you've got yourself in, into some shit. And what we have to do is go, Get rid of all of that and choose one thing for the month, for the week, for, for two weeks, one thing. And we go, we're going to pick that one thing. We're going to look at it with a magnifying glass and we're going to execute that one thing until it's done at a high level of quality. And then we're going to see if other things can be added or if you even want to fucking do this. You might not even want to do this. And so it's very valuable because then the artist gets to wake up the next day and go, okay, open the door. What's going on in here? And instead of the brain, it's, oh yeah, yeah, that's just one thing to do. Your brain's in a fucking hammock in there just going like, no, no, we already decided. So it becomes completely easy because you have one thing to do. And then you just commit to this one thing. Oh, you have a dead, oh yeah, you rolled in a dead thing. <laughs> what did you roll in that's dead? 
Good lord. One thing to do. Like if tomorrow I just had to bathe Gogo. Just get the dead thing off her. It's an easy day. I don't have to feel overwhelmed about that. So choose one thing. There's two things that are important about choosing the one thing. The first thing that's important is getting rid of all the shit that can be for another lifetime. Always say that to artists. Do that in another lifetime. Do this now. So getting rid of all of the clutter. And the other thing that's important is doing at a standard of quality that allows you to see how badass you can be. So you can stand back and you go, I did it, I finished it, and I fucking crushed it. I went way above. I learned how to color grade for this. You know, I learned how to master for this. YouTube knows that shit. You know that, right? YouTube knows the shit. I learned Photoshop from a genius on YouTube. Like if he was my teacher, a guy named Pix Imperfect, an Indian guy who's a fucking... Every video I'm like, Are you... he knows everything about Photoshop. And he explains it in metaphors sometimes where you're just like, yeah, yeah. I learned that for free. Everything is on there. So raise the standard for this one project and stand back from it when you're done and go, holy fuck, look what I can do. And get your confidence and your belief back from going, tomorrow's the day. Yes! Tomorrow's the day. Yes! After 50 of those, you're getting somewhere. There's no lack of progress, so there's no depression. Commit. Commit to one thing. If you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling lack of progress, if you're feeling overwhelmed, commit to one project. Scale everything else away. It can be brought back. And baby step again. Let's start over for the week, for the two weeks. It's not going to kill you to do that. You will catch up. Commit. This is the State of the Artist podcast. Episode 1, I'm Luther Mallory. How would you end this? I don't know. <laughs>